Gemara Samachal from Udvez and Baruchah says, Tan Rabbonon. Rabbonon learned, Pamachas, there was one time, Gozra Malchus Arisha, Shalayaski Yisrael Betoyrev. The Malchus Arisha, the evil government, was Gozer, that Yidin shouldn't be Isaac and Tyre. If a Yid learned Tyre, they'd kill him. Malchus Arisha, the evil government, was Gozer, the Romans were Gozer, that Yidin can't learn Tyre. But Papas Ben Yehuda, Papas Ben Yehuda came, Umatzai, and he finds Rabbi Kiva, Sheyumakil Kehilois Berabim, Rabbi Kiva's gathering people publicly, Vaisik B'Tayra, and he's teaching Tayra. He sees Rabbi Kiva gathering Kehilois, gathering groups of Yidin, and he's learning Tayra, he's being Isaac in Tayra. He's teaching Tayra, he's learning Tayra, he's harving in Tayra. Despite that the Romans were geyser, that any Yid who learns Tyre, they'll kill him. And Rabbi Kiva ignores the Xayr of the Romans, and he's gathering Yidin and he's learning Tyre. Amr Alei, Papas Ben Yehuda says to Akiva, he says, Akiva, Iyata Misyorit Neamalchus, aren't you afraid? The government has been geyser, they'll kill a Yid who's learning Tyre. Aren't you afraid of the Malchus? Amr Alei, so Bikiva says back to him, Em Shulcha I'm going to give you a mashal, Lamad of a Daimer. To what it's similar to, I'm going to give you a mashal so you understand why I'm defying the Malchus and learning Tyre despite the fact that the guys who ever learns Tyre will die. And I'll explain to you why I'm gathering people, ignoring it, not just ignoring it and learning myself, but gathering hidden Viradin publicly ignoring this Gzeir. And he said the famous mashal, he said L'Shual. He said, what's this similar to L'Shual, to a fox? is walking besides the river. And he sees fish, schools of fish. They're swimming in large groups and they keep scurrying from place to place. All the fish are in one place. And all of a sudden, they quickly swim to another place. They settle in the other place, the school of fish, and quickly they swim away. Amr lahem, so the fox says to the fish, what are you running away from? Why do you keep scooting from place to place? Amr so the fish say to the fox, they're traps that human beings are bringing on us. There are traps in the water, they're setting traps, so we're running away from the traps. Amr lahem, so the wise fox, says to the fish, Do you want to come on the dry land? Come up on the dry land, I'll, I'll, I'll bring you up here. And you and I will live together. Like my fathers live with your fathers. You'll come on the dry land and we'll live together. Amulai, so the fish said to the fox, the sly fox, who's trying to get the fish, You're the one they call the smart animal, the fox, the sly fox. 
Lo'ipikeachata, you're neither intelligent. Elotipeshata, not only are you not intelligent, you're a fool, you're dumb. Umab b'mokum chiyuseinu, when we're in the water, that's our chiyus. Anu misyarim, we're afraid. When we're in our chiyus, in the mayim, that's our chiyus. Anu misyarim, we're afraid. B'mokum misyarim, in the place of our death. Out of water is death, mamish. In the water is our chiyus. In the water with our chiyus, there still can be dangerous. It's possible, even when there's chiyus, even in our life, there's dangers, there's opposition, there's traps. But on the dry land is certain death, is death itself. It's a place of death. Certainly it's bad for us. Even in our chiyus, even in the water, there could be dangers. But to go on the dry land is our mockum of death itself. Afanachnu. Says to Kiva, to Papas, with this visual, with this seer, this exact seer, Afanachmu, Achshav Shonu Yoishim Oiskim Now we're sitting and learning Torah. Shekosavba, that it says in the Torah itself concerning Torah. Kiyuchayecha Vayrech Yamecha, it's your life. It's our life. Kiyuchayecha. The Torah is our Chayim, Vayrech Yamecha, it's our length of days. It's our source of Chayim. It's our life. Kach. There's still dangers. True. We're learning Torah and the Romans are geyser because of the Torah. The Romans are geyser. You're learning Torah. They're geyser. We're going to kill you. Imanu holchem mevatlam imena. But if we'd be mevatl from the Torah, alachas kam bekama, there's no escape. So don't learn Torah. Kiyu chayecha. It's our life. Not learning Torah is death. Not being connected to the Torah is death itself. Allah has That's a mockum of death. There's no escape there. So Rikiva says, of course, but of course, I continue to learn Torah. I continue to teach Torah because that's our chayim, that's our life. It's true even when we're in life, there's threats of death. But the answer to threats of death is not to die. So that's a Rikiva's response to Papas. It wasn't many days. They locked up Rikiva. They caught him and they locked him in jail. And Papas Ben Yudu wasn't teaching Torah, was caught also. He's also locked in jail. And Ashkocha would have it. They're in the same jail. Papus ben Yehuda and Rebekiva, Amramoy Papus. He says, Rebekiva says to Papus, Mi Eviachalakan, how do you get, you end up here? He says, Rebekiva understands, I ended up here, I defied the Romans. They wanted to kill us. They wanted us not to learn Torah, of course I defied them. In defying them, they caught me and locked me up in jail. But you, Papas Ben Yudu, you were listening to the Romans. You chose the option of death. You chose not to learn Torah. So what are you doing in jail? Amalei, Papas Ben Yudu, learned his lesson. He learned his lesson. And he said, Ashrech Rabbi Kiva, your fortune Rabbi Kiva, Shalitfasta, Divrei Torah. Lucky are you that you were grabbed. 
you were caught, you were punished for learning Torah. Woe unto Papas that he ended up in jail. In the same place where Bikiva ends up, he ends up. The Torah is not a source of death, it's a source of life. So what did he get caught? Papas Banyu for stupidity. For stupidity he was caught. But he had a visual ending up in jail with Bikiva of seeing the Torah is not a source of death. I ended up, Papa Ben Yehuda ended up in the same place in Akiva. It's far from a source of death. It's a source of Chaim, it's a source of life. He says, fortune are you, Rabbi Kiva. We're both in the same place. But you're here for different Torah, for your Messias, for your care and concern for different Torah. And I'm in this place for stupidity, for Dvarim Betelim. It says on the fish, he describes this mushroom, the fish, the medrash at the end of Ayechim, describes the fish, how when it rains, Rabbi say, they jump up for a drip of water. The fish, when it rains, jump up to catch those drips of water. And it's a pella, they're surrounded by water. They're surrounded by water, but they jump up for the drips of water. Revelia Lapian explained that when something's life itself, you can't get enough. Something's chayim, it's life. It's true they're, in, they're surrounded by water, but the drops of water come down, the fish, they rekiva, compared us to jump up for those drops of water. They can't get enough water. They seek more and more every extra drip that comes down. Nothing can do, they just want more and more. Such is their shkifa for life. Such is the desire for life. If you ever take a fish and you put it out of water, it jumps up and down so lebedic. Such is the shifa, that's a visual. Take a fish, catch a fish across the street. Ask Levi what happens. When you put the fish on the bank, Rabbi Sayyid, the water, it jumps up and down, it's craving mayim. It's thirsting for water. Such is the yid shifa for Torah. Such is the Yid's craving of Torah. It's our life. Such is the craving. The Messiah Sharm describes that the Neshama that Hashem gave us is Moist and Oilum It disgusts in Oilum Hashem put a Neshama in us that gets zero. You could feed it every delicious dish on the earth, you could feed it every craving under the sun. The neshama is unsatiated. It's not filled. It's like the fish on the bank, kipshutai mamish. Kipshutai mamish, literal. Like the fish on the water, you would try that fish bouncing around. It's craving mayim. You would give the fish herring to eat. You'll give him, you'll, you'll take him to a ball game. You'll take that fish anywhere you want. It won't stop going crazy till you put it back in water. In water, it's calm, it's satiated. So is us, Kipshutai Mamish. The Yid's Neshama craves Torah. It craves the Torah. That's the Shotov, that's the Shidduch of the Yid. That's the Shidduch in our Sina. Hashem gave us that Torah and made it our Hashlama, our completion. The Mishnah in Avais says, Gedoyle Torah, Torah is great. It gives life. It's chayus mamish in oilumazeh, in oilumabot to those that keep it. 
to those that learn it. It's chayim, it's life to those that find it. To those chazal say to those that express it, that read the Torah, it's life. It is a cure to his body. I drove, I drove a psychiatrist from Waterbury back to, to Kennedy Airport. The man was a big psychiatrist. People would travel from far and wide to see this man. He was a brilliant guy, very intelligent. People would go to seek treatment by him. He said he was treating for about 20, 25 years, close to 30 years, if I remember. Many, many years, upwards of 20, closer to 30, if I remember correctly. He was treating people for many, many years. And he said he just wasn't having a success. Here's a brilliant guy. People are flocking to him. And he's wondering why he's not being matzliat like he wanted, Kidaboy. And he said he recognized was a secular Jew became an Erlich from Yid. And he said he was Yorit Kipshutai. We're treating the man like he's a cow. There's a whole part to the person in the Shama that craves Ruchnius, that wants Ruchnius, that has a choker for Torah, that has a choker for Ruchnius. To the guy, the choker is to Zion Mitzvah, the choker is to serve Hashem. To the Yid, the chukas for Taryag, the chukas to connect to the Torah. He said, calls man, we ignore that yearning. Calls man, we ignore that side of the person. Death, mothers, kipshutai mamish. He said, when he recognize a person's whole, the, the wholeness of the human being, that there's an ishama, when he started recognizing that side of a person, and he started talking to the entirety of person, then he said he can cure people, he can help them. As the Pasuk itself says, Torah is Hashem Tamima, the Torah Hashem is wholesome. Meshivas Nafesh, it satiates the Nefesh. It's satisfactory. It works on the entirety of man. It speaks to every part of him. His Ruchnius, his Gashmius, it speaks to every part of him. David HaMelech said, until him, Shivisi Hashem summit. When I put Hashem opposite me, Certainly it satisfies the Ruchnia side of the man. And of course, even my body, even my buster dwells in security. The Messiah, the Chinuch, Rabbi Yisai, describes, years ago, Raimadlinger, a few years, Raimadlinger read it to the Yeshiva. Beautiful Chinuch. He describes the mitzvah derais of Svir HaSoimer. And he describes the Chiyav to count the Eimer, to Matan Torah, and he gives a very powerful visual. And the visual rabbis are not rabbinic tricks. Rabbi Kiva's Masha, we all heard, but we have to internalize. Giving Mishalim is not a trick of some rabbis. It's not a good trick for a pulpit rabbi. He needs what to say, and he analyzes the clock, the train. He goes on a plane, and he uses that as some visual. It's not a rabbinic trick. It's meant for every Jew to gain dust, for us to live reality. We can live in a pipe dream and not recognize the truths of life. Visual siurim help us gain dust, help, help us take ideas that are conceptual and make them real by us. Something we live by, something that's true, that's alive. And, and the chinach, I'm sorry, gives a visual and he says the reason we have a mitzvah to count the Kabbalah Satayrim we counted 42 last night, seven days away from Kabbalah Satayrup. 
His visual is like Avadim Rabbi Sayyid, that are in the fields working their kishkas off. They're working their head off. They're sweating in the field. The sun beating down on them. Working in the middle of the field. There are no trees there. It's just plain, flat surface, so hot. The ground itself is soaked in heat. And the guy is sweating like a meshuggah, like a beast. He's pouring sweat. Like that Evid is shayif. He yearns. He's shayif tzel. He seeks the tzel, the shade. He desires so badly to get inside, to get his drink, to drink his Coke, to drink his can of Coke, to go. Ke'evit shayif tzel. Like the Evid that craves the shade. Like the prisoner, Rabbi Sayyid. Yitzhak Rabinowitz goes once a week to a high sec- maximum security jail. He describes to me the conditions that the prisoners live under. Horrible conditions. Like they yearn. They have a craving for freedom. They have a craving for freedom. So, Rabbi Sayyid, that's why we count Svira Saimer. We count Svira Saimer because we're craving Kabbalah Satayra. We're craving like the prisoner who's yearning for freedom. We are craving the Torah. Rabbi Say, in earlier diaries, I dare say the purpose of Sphira, they counted earlier diaries and they were aware of their craving. In our Dara, Rabbi Say, I think there's something else going on here in the Chiyu of Sphira Saimer. We count, is our counting an expression of craving? I think the avoid of our Dara, Rabbi Say, earlier Dara's, the Musa Shmuzim, were very tough. People went to Shmuzim and they were fired. The Balei Musa writ. Reb was a tiger. He was tough. He said hard words and harsh words. And many of the Balei Musa, today the Balei Musa speak encouraging words. What changed? Earlier diarists, they were keenly aware of their neshamas. They were keenly aware of their kisufim, of their yearnings for ruchnius. Every yid knew it. Narvas, we have the Yetzirah also. The Bali Musa were talking against the Yetzirah. Today's door, the Avayd is to make a yid aware of his yearning. In a society inundated by physicality, in a society that just talks to us like we're a bunch of cows, talks to our senses, talks to us like we're just a bunch of cows, that's all we are, that's all the PR, that's all the advertising of our society, treats us like a bunch of cows. The Iker Musr that a person has to learn, he has to learn about his craving. He has to learn about his desire for Ruchnius. I told the Bachman, I used to give interviews to the yeshiva. Maybe some of you got that interview. When we first started the yeshiva, so I didn't want to come and start to stand for her guy. What am I going to learn? Ask him questions. I'm learning. I don't care what he learned yesterday. I care what he's going to learn tomorrow. So what, what's the point to ask him what he learned yesterday? He's coming to the yeshiva to learn Torah. He's going to know Shas. Why would, what am I for about yesterday? I care what he's going to do now. So I didn't want to for But I wanted to know, is he a proper Kaylee? To learn Torah, to learn Shas, to be a Tzaddik, is he a Kaylee? So what I used to do, Rabbi Say, is I used to describe Ruchnius to him. 
I would take the Bachar and I would see what his reaction is. I would describe a Kesha to a Rebbe. I would describe right Kesamel. I would describe a Kesha to a Rebbe. I would describe what it means to be a Ben Aliyah. Rabbi Sai, I promise you, guy after guy, they were drooling in the office. They were drooling. Bachar after Bachar, like drooling, like, please let me in. And then I'd find out the guy's like an axe murderer. The guy is, the guy is Pasha does, that's a Guzma, but the first part wasn't. I'd find out the guy has issues. So I mentioned it to somebody, a hardened mechanic, not a wise one. Tell me, yeah, kids are manipulative, they're not a fake, nonsense. The chakran doesn't know. He's wrong. He viewed it, yeah, they're manipulative, they're not good actors, they're very few Tom Cruises. They're not good actors, it's not true. Find an actor in a play if you can't, you can't locate one in a million. It's rare, they're, rare, they're a rare breed. Very few guys can act. It's a, it's a very tough, very tough talent to have. The Pirishis, they have Nishamas. At that moment, is not a moment of Taiva. He's sitting in an office, you're describing Ruchlius, he starts drooling. Because that's our Kisufim, that's our desire. I love singing it in Nefesh. In earlier days, they sang it on Shabbos. Our Dari should sing it Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. They shine you Sunday also. Sing it over and over in the Nefesh. I love a group of people singing the Nefesh. We speak about our yearning of Hashem. My Nefesh has a yearning for you, Hashem. We yearn Torah. We yearn a relationship to Hashem. It's a craving of ours. And our dar, it's important to get in touch with that craving, to be let aware about it. I laugh when I read the Messiah Sisharim. He's talking about rise of what our purpose, Neilam Azez. And he says, Rabbi said, we have an neshama. Why would God give us an neshama just to eat pancakes, to eat hot dogs and hamburgers our whole life? So it's got to be. But the fact that we have an neshama is not even a chiddush. He's talking klachayad. We have a neshama. It doesn't make sense. We'd have it for just to eat hot dogs all day. So it's got to be we have to satisfy the neshama. Our dar, it's a chiddush. You have to stop. We have a neshama. Stop right there. Our dar is to be made aware and get in touch with that part of us that craves ruchmiyas. When we count Svir Saimer in earlier dars, it was an expression of their craving. In our dar, it's informing us about our craving. You counted 42 last night. Why did you count 42? Because you have an inner craving. Become aware of it. Know about it. We have a craving for Torah, which is our way of connecting to Hashem. We crave it. We want it. By the Goyim, Rabbi Sai, the Goyim, they take a person who has addictions. They take a person, and the Goyim work years on figuring out a cure for this person, this, this person with addiction. And the Goyim hold the only way, that 12 steps, and one of the steps that's irreplaceable, the Goyim chapit, is a kesher to the Almighty, is a kesher to Hashem. Somebody I know went to a place, he was in the Shtoimim, I'm not talking about Hashem, in real ways. The Goyim amakirat, the need of a person for a kesher to Hashem, and without it there's a hole that some replace by addictions, 
and some replaced by just watching TV all day and just choosing not to think. But there's a craving of a human being for a Kesher to the Almighty, the Kesher to Hashem, which the Yid is fortunate that he has the way to appease that craving with Torah. Which Rabbi Kiva says, without Torah's death, I'm not, there's no way of saying to a person, Rabbi Kiva thinks the Romans are so stupid. They say, if you don't die, I'm going to kill you. So, so choose to die, it doesn't make sense, the words. If you learn Torah, I'm going to kill you. So you tell me not to learn Torah, it's death. It describes, in Pirkei Ovis, it describes what the Torah does for a person. Amongst the list, it says, Torah is Megadal a person. What does it mean it's Megadal a person? It changes his entire capacity, Rabbi said. I have met Bachram, whose capacity, I used to learn with the guy, his capacity, his ability, the capacity means, if you look at a cup, it has a capacity to hold a certain thing. A stadium has a seating capacity, what it can hold. Madison Square Garden can hold 19,600 roughly. It has a capacity, what it can hold. I learned with a guy, I promise you his capacity was very limited. We would learn Thursday nights. It was the hardest save I ever had in my life. He was so limited capacity-wise. He couldn't learn. He couldn't understand. He couldn't be kind of tired. He couldn't get it. I would read it to him. He, he'd try to read it back. He couldn't. So I would read it. He couldn't do it. I remember we had our Slurpees together. Every Thursday night, somebody would go. We'd, we'd order Slurpees. We'd learn through the night. It was a hard set. I didn't do it more than once a week because it wasn't physically, emotionally possible. I learned once a week I went through that experience. Rabbi said, the guy isn't going today. He knows Masechus backwards and forwards. He knows much more Torah than I do. He's sitting and learning Yom of Alaylot. How? It wasn't Shaykh. It wasn't Shaykh. The answer is, Vayam Shomoya Tishma. If you learn Torah, Torah changes the capacity of the human being. the Mishnah. The Torah is megadel a person. It enlarges the person. It changes the capacity. Could you imagine a cup that when you put in liquids, it enlarges the cup? It's not just your cup is full of liquids. It's not just Torah gives life. It brings life to the human being. It's mechayemes mamish. It gives chiyos, kiyem chayenu, not just that. It's megadlosoi. It changes his capacity. In shomoya tishma, if you hear the reitor, you have a new capacity. My wife and I knew a person. His midas were a certain type. He was rigid. He was difficult. He was difficult. He learned Torah, I promise. It's an ace. It's a miracle. You ever saw a tree turn into a, turn into a tiger? You ever saw a rock turn into a butterfly? It's impossible. This guy, I saw my own eyes, his midas changed. It's impossible. It's not Shaykh. Except that the Torah is Megad Lassoy. He put Torah inside of him. It changes a person's capacity. Megad Lassoy, it's Megad the person. It enlarges the person. It changes his mitzius. It's megadlosa. It enlarges the person. Im shamoya tishma. 
If you learn Torah, such is the life power of Torah. It gives chayas to a human being. It takes a clod of earth and brings him alive. It makes him have life, and it changes his capacity. I laugh. Young Bachar make plans for their life. I don't think, I don't care what Parnassa Bachar goes into, I don't think about it. It doesn't register. I don't, couldn't give a hoot. I don't plan out how many years he learns in Kyle. I don't care. I don't plan out these things. I want a Bachar to connect to Torah and be an Eved Hashem. But it's laughable. People plan out their lives at young ages. But when Babakam is inside of you, you might be a lawyer before you couldn't be a lawyer. You're going to be a different person with different energy, with different capacity when you stick tire in the mensch. You take a human being who's starving for years. He's starving, he's hungry. You tell him you're going to be a boxer. He doesn't have any kaya. Feed him, then maybe he'll box, who knows? Maybe he'll become chiseled and strong. We can't listen. Our neshamas are starving. Our neshamas are hungry. You tell the person what he's going to do, what he can be, what he'll accomplish. Be consistent, be disciplined. He's dead. Put tire in him. Put this samachayim, this potion of life in the person. Put tire in the person. It's negadalim. It kipshuta enlarges him. It makes him stronger. It gives him new energies, new capacity. I saw many times in my own eyes. A different person emerged with different kaychas anefesh, with different strengths, megadolim. And then the Mishnah says, a second thing, it's meroimimim, it elevates him. The person without Torah, such silly wants, such silly desires, such silly yearnings, what's his big yearning in life? Such silliness is what he craves. The Torah's meroimim a person, it elevates a person. It changes what he shayev. It changes what he <coughs> seeks. What's precious to him, what's important to him. The Torah's miraimim elevates a person. That word miraimim should be used more in this yeshiva. I always like Yeshua Frank designed the ladder. We speak about Aliyah. The word roimim was a gorgeous word. Elevated. If I described our 12th grade as the word roimim I love the word. Roimus means elevated. The person tires in the Roimim Mensch. It elevates him. He's not a bug anymore. He thinks about the next guy. He cares about important things. He wants to help. He wants to fix. He wants to create. He wants to accomplish. He wants to acquire. So precious are his Ritzinus. So full of hope. The end of Kedushan itself, Bachram had been reading it all year, gorgeous Gemara. The Gemara describes Tyre. The Gemara describes that a person, a Parnassah, gives a person the Yaldusa, it helps. The Ziknusa, when he's old, he's mutal berav, he's starving. All his work doesn't help. But the Tyre gives a person achris v'tikva. It gives him hope. It gives him an end, the beginning. It just gives chiyas for now and forever. The nature of Torah is miraimim. It elevates a person. Miraimam tanu mikol al shaynis. Shem was miraimim us with the Torah. He elevated us with this Torah. Take this Torah. Learn this Torah. Make a connection to Torah. And the person's miraimus. The person's filled with elevation. The Mishnah describes in the sixth parak, this coming parak of Avas, 
describes all the things that Torah gives to the person. Whoever is icing in Torah Lishma is Zaychel Dvarim Harbei to many, many things. He describes Shekolaylam Kulay Kedayuloy, the whole world's Kedai for the person, the Loimei Torah. He's called a Reya, he's called a friend. He's Oyeves Amokim, brings out Aves Hashem. Oyeves Abrios, he sticks Torah in him. He loves people. Misameach Asamokim, he makes Hashem happy. Gives Nachas to Hashem. Misameach Asabrios, he makes people happy. The Torah makes a person such that he's Misameach Asabrios. Umalbashtay Anava, humbleness, that elusive need of being humble, the Torah gives him, the Yerub. Umachshartay Liyasadik, those three words, the Torah is Machshir, a person. It prepares him to be a Tzadik. The Torah changes the capacity. The person without the Torah couldn't be special. He learns Torah, it's It prepares him to be a Tzadik. Chassid, a Yashar, a Nemon. All the Madregas, all the things Torah gives a person. Now, Rabbi Sai, the, the person learns, the person who, goes, who comes down and sits in front of the Gemara, and he sees all the Chazal, what Torah does, he hears, I read a few Chazal, it's life, it's Chayim, death without it, it creates greatness in a human being, it's Meroimimim. He reads all the Chazal, Rabbi Sai, what it does. He sees those that learn Torah, and it's magical. He sees it. Which person doesn't have eyes to see that the ones that learn Torah, and it works. It works. But he has a Kashar philosopher. I don't understand how. Why does it work like that? Excellent question. Excellent. Why does it work? How does it work? Our philosophers ask them so smart. Intelligent. Do you know how Tylenol works, Rabbi Sain? Yeah, you know how it works? You know one thing that you once heard and you've tried and seen others, that when they take it, they feel better. All the philosophy schmoozing, I don't ask, but I strained my leg. I didn't ask any philosophy. I took two Advil and I felt better. I I felt better. Do I know it works? You want, you want, you want to know the whole, psych- how it works, the whole science? I have no idea. These two little pills go in there. They look for all my antibodies. They start fighting, punch. I don't know what's going on. I just know I took the Advil and it worked. Rabbi said the Torah makes promises and our eyes see that those that do it, it works. Check it out. Don't believe. Look. Explore. See the Lime Day Torah, what happens. The Torah's promise is a promise, and the Metsiyas bears it out. A svara, you want a logic, you want reasons, we can theorize. It's a lot of fun. We can have theories. But listen to what the Torah says about itself. Look at the, the Bayre Eilam who created everything in the world. Everything so sophisticated and intelligent. He himself, the creator of all emotions, the creator of us all, tells us this present is the key. That's Megadal, that's Meroimim, Psukim all over the Torah, all over Tillim, all over Nach, Chazal all over. That the Bayre himself tells us this is the secret to all. Learn Torah. Form a connection to this. Kiem Chayen will give you life. It will elevate you, will give you excitement, it will make you beloved to me, to people. 
So we can certainly theorize of why it works, why Hashem wanted it. They're beautiful theories, excellent theories. But I think let's first study the Mitzvahs. Different time we'll theorize. Let's study the Mitzvahs of the importance of Torah. We're holding a week before Shavuos, a week before this man that we're given the Torah. Rabbi say all our accomplishments, you look at Klal Yisrael, our preciousness comes from a Kesher to Torah. Certainly in Yeshiva we speak about much, and certainly everything's important. Midas Taivas being good to friends, valuable, precious. And certainly davening, precious, tefillah. Certainly all the things, the Shlemus that we speak about, and certainly it's all in the Torah. But there's a basic thing that we want from every single person, every Bachar, every Rebbe, every, everybody involved in the yeshiva, every dorm counselor. Form a connection to Torah, I say. Make a connection to Torah. Different people have different capacities. If one could do an hour a day, one could do five hours, then one 12 hours a day, one 15. Form a connection to Torah. Easy it's not. It doesn't, it's not easy. The person sits down, it's difficult, it's hard. Through this hard-fought battle, a person forms a kesher, all the brachas that are full, read the sixth paragraph of us, all these brachas, it's so it's not easy. So you have a medication that's sometimes hard to take, it's true. When a person takes it, how much is, how much is there for the person? Of course the Yitzhahara fights. Of course, more than anything, Rabbi say. The Yitzhahara says to a person, be nice, be this, give stock, everything, don't form the Kesher to Torah. He knows how much Torah does to a person. So of course the obstacle is greater. Of course it's hard. It's hard to be consistent with it. It's hard to stick it out, to see it through. I beg each person, Rabbi say, it's a week before Shavuos. Let us ask ourselves about our connection to Torah. And let us take it to new levels, our connection, each one according to what he's doing. The one already learning a full day, maybe it could be mevata less. Maybe there's a chavrusi, shmuz is more, but he doesn't start enough on time. Be mechazek to start more on time. The one who's learning a pretty good day, maybe he could take it to a new level, a little more smother. The one who's not learning, which is very few, maybe I could start forming a kesher to Torah. This is as man, Rabbi Yisrael, who all of Klal Yisrael arouses all those in the know, aroused to form a Kesher to Torah. We're counting down the days. We said 42 last night. We're up to the last week. We're counting tonight already one day into the seventh week. We're starting, Rabbi Yisrael, the stretch run to Kabbalah Torah. This is the day that's Megadla Meroyne in a person, our greatness. Our capacity comes from this day. Rabbi said, let's be mechazek, a great chizuk. I want it to be noticed. It would be very superficial. If it's not noticed in yeshiva, change, shvuas is coming. Somebody should walk in and say, why the intensity of shvuas is coming? I started a little community three miles from here. I wanted a community that lives the Yom Taifun. I want a yeshiva. We're not superficial people. Oh, shvuas and cheesecake, it's not that. It's not just you stay up all night, you're superficial. If 
all it is, you stayed up all night and you ate cheesecake. You're a superficial person. Shavuos is a time a person's ma'ayr. He arouses to make a greater pressure to Torah. He arouses to see in himself his own yearning for Torah. His own desire for Torah. His own need. Kiyem chayenu, his need for Torah. So I ask Rabbi Sai that in the yeshiva we all buckle down. Shiyurim should be more full this week. Because Kabbalah Satayr is coming. Our Siddharim should have that much more intensity. Kabbalah Satayr. That's a deep person. He's shooting for something. He wants to get himself in touch with his desire for Torah and his need for Torah. That's, that's what I wanted to talk to him about. There's a side thing. Adkan. Adkan is the schmooze. I want to, for literally three minutes, I want to talk to the guys. I always say, in yeshiva, there's something on fire against, and unfortunately, some guys started started getting involved. There's no get, there's no betting in yeshiva. I always say, we're we're learning a Torah. Everything in the Torah is about giving to the next person. A person graduates this holy place becomes a giver. He's a loyal Torah. The Torah trains a person to be a giver, not a taker. He wants to give to the next person. It takes years of work. We learn by Ray Madlinger, Ray Russ, Ray Kestenel, Ray Wistik. You learn by Rebbein, whose mahus are givers, who are givers. We're surrounded by people around us who are givers, who care about the next person, who want to give. Who just want to give, take care, provide. And the goal is that we ourselves become givers. We think about the next person. People comment in the yeshiva. Somebody comes to visit the yeshiva, and everybody comes and greets him. It's a yeshiva of givers. How can we make that person more comfortable? We get the messages of the Torah. We live the messages of the Torah. We're big. The Torah is miraimim. It elevates from a katan who's just self to a gadol who thinks about the next person. It's megadol. It's miraimim, the person. And it teaches us to be givers. Betting is an act of selfishness. How did you take his thing? How did you take his money? Why? Why did, why did you give him? Why did you give that person? Why do you walk away with his money? What's wrong with you? The goal in life is to give to another person. Why are you taking his money? Did you provide? You gave him something? So give him back his money. I'm not talking, people say, Allah, mutter, usr. That's the sum total of our lives. We hear what Hashem wants from us, what Hashem's building us. A chassid doesn't just do what Hashem says. He cares what Hashem wants. We're a chassid yeshiva. We want to, we want to live the tire. We want to be tiredic. We want to be megadal and miraimim. We want to be tiredic of people. How are you taking his money? A yeshiva that's whole training is to care about the next guy. Why is he going to sleep five dollars poorer? What did you give him? Well, he agreed. Yeah, because he wants to take your money. Rabbi said, not a bacher can bet every money penny that was bet. I beg you, give it back. And not a bacher should bet on any games. You have no right to take his money. His money's his. Your money's yours. Don't touch his money. Don't touch it. I worry, I called my father, I was a bachar in yeshiva years ago, I called my father, and I said, I see so many bachram short money, especially bachram from divorce times, and all bachram. I told him, maybe I should start, if a bachram would have more money, it would be easier for him to learn, 
he'd know he could do his... That Bachem and Yeshiva left and right, you need money, I'm worried about it. And you're taking his money? Craziness. You should worry, they should have money. I asked my father, I want to stop learning, I'm going to raise money for Bachem. So he told me I have other missions in life, he advised me, he said, if you want to do that, but then not, you know you're not going to teach Torah, I think there are other things for you to do. So I didn't, I didn't engage... Thankfully, that wasn't, I didn't think that was the mission I should do. Rabbi Sai, don't touch another guy's money. The Rambam gives two examples of a half the One is to praise other yidn, and one is to be chas al to worry about his money. I worry, I want to go around the community and scream at people, and they don't shop by the kosher place. I gave a share of the shop, this lady said, nobody ever told us this, you're 100% right. I said, Rabbi said, you're worried three and a half dollars a month? Support the yid! Support the yid, of course! A yid selling something, buy from the yid! The highest level of sucker is to give somebody a job. The highest level, I said, you give sucker like a basic Jewish thing, a basic thing in the Torah, the Ramam says to me, Zoyer Yoyser, in Perak Yud says the assay you have to be careful more than any other assay is stucca. The highest level of stucca buy from a yid. Are you out of your mind? How do you buy from somebody else? Three dollars, one, you lost your mind. The basics of the Torah. There's a yid selling, what cheshboinus? You're silly, you're silly, you don't get it. I see you don't know anything, you don't learn, you don't know anything. Go buy from a yid. Think of ways that Yidin can have parnasa. Think of bidoyik for Yidin, worry for Yidin. Yiddish parnasa. That another Yid should have, that he should have money, he should be successful. If you can get a Yid a job, if you can give money to Yid, whatever you can do to help the Yid. Then a bacher, betting is lahepich. How do you go to sleep? How do you go to sleep and you have his 20 bucks in your wallet? What did he get for the $20? Nothing. Focus. It's ridiculous. Rabbi say our whole matar has to be to help the next yid. There is no betting in this yeshiva that stands for encouraging and assisting and giving to the next yid. There's no room that I took from the next yid without giving him anything. The Gemara Bracha says that Godel hanenem kapov is greater than Yerushalayim. You know the preciousness of Yerushalayim, a God-fearing person, a person who lives with Hashem? You know what's greater than Yerushalayim? Nene miyagiya kapov. That means as follows. Any pleasure I take, I have given for it. That's greater than Yerushalayim. That I don't take unless I've given something for it. There's small people who think business, when they think business, it's, it's utter nonsense. There are people who think business is, how do I get people? It's like there's basketball you try to win on the court, there's business you try to win in life. How do I fleece another guy? That's business. That's not business, that's smallness, that's the path of Gehenna. Business is, how do I provide for people and make a parnasa? People need good chairs. People need food. I'm going to make excellent food and excellent chairs and earn a parnasa. That's business. He wins, I win. That's business. Anything short of that is neva. Is, is avak neva. Is smallness. Is taking. Anytime you have $20 in your pocket, 
Somebody catch from it. You need money? Mow lawns in Waterbury. Knock on people's doors. I want to mow your lawn. Do a good job. Get out all those weeds. Now you have money in your pocket. You know you have. You have money in your pocket. Came from work. Work in camp. Work hard. Be the best counselor in camp. Be the best lifeguard. Be conscientious. Now you have money in your pocket. You have somebody got. But somebody should have gotten from it. You bet him. Why do you have money in your pocket? What do you give him? Nothing. Give it back to him. You don't take money from another yid without supplying him something. Without giving him something. Never. Not a penny. Not a dime. Every penny in your pocket that's greater than Yer Shemayim. It's greater than Yer Shemayim because you're being like Hashem. It's Abbas Hashem. You're being like Hashem. You become a giver. You become a giver concerned with the next one. Wanting to encourage the next person. That was one message that's important to me. But I say there is no betting with Kamala. Abba. I don't want the threat. The threat is steep what I'll do if guys bet. I don't want, it's not out threat. The Eilam gets the life about giving. There is no betting in Yeshiva Chalila Vachas. Enjoy the playoffs. We're showing Yitz has worked hard to get to make it available. Enjoy the playoffs. There is no betting, not in one game, not in any game. You don't take another penny from another Yid. You want to pay your friend, buy him a ticket? Givaldi. You don't take a penny from your friend for nothing. So that's Mikamal Abarabais. I want the Bachram to be happy people. This yeshiva, Rabbi I have a pride that I, this yeshiva, more than any yeshiva in the world, is the antithesis of drinking. It's the antithesis of drinking. Drinking by youngsters. My older people can use it right. I haven't found that youngsters can. Drinking by youngsters is a way of, is a way of removing oneself from the worries, from the battles of this world. This is a yeshiva where we fight where we struggle to accomplish, to grow. This is the yeshiva that's the opposite of drinking. Drinking by youngsters is an escape in a place where maybe we sweep under the rug issues. Where we try our issues, we're not going them. Everything's great. Okay, so then alcohol is prevalent and necessary. When somebody has issues, if it's not dealt with, so I need mechanisms of diversion, thus the drink. But in the yeshiva, we're not afraid. We all have nesiyinus. Is there a you show me human being who doesn't have the sinus and you show me a corpse? We all have the sinus. We have challenges, of course. It's a life of challenges. We embrace. There's nothing we're afraid of. Bachram will come in the office. A guy will say, When you hear this, you're going to faint. We'll say something. It's yawn. There's nothing. There's no nesayin. There's no response. I can't believe it. You have this type of this. There's nothing. Nothing's. Yeah, it's an oil man aside. Mazel tov, give a hug and a kiss, and let's fight, let's go. It's a yeshiva that embraces battle, and that's why you see greatness all over this building. You see Bachram growing, happy, successful, because we embrace the battles of life. Now, boy, say it's been a little looseness with guys drinking a beer here, a beer there. I beg you, I want a happy yeshiva. We don't need vices to be happy. We're happy because we're successful. Because we're matzliach. Because we grow. Because we work through. I beg you, tell me. Any, I can't say a speech or the weather like this. Tell me a thing of fun you want. We'll go somewhere. We'll drive. We'll fly. We'll find. Please don't use vices of diversion. It's a happy place, not a place of drinking. 
place of drinking is a place covering and escaping when a youngster drinks. That's not the yeshiva, we're not escaping. The Gemara Ksuba says the purpose of alcohol is lamari nefesh for bitter souls, the Gemara Ksubis. This is a happy yeshiva. People walk in and they say, what a frail of place. I beg the island, this is not a place of drinking. I don't want the, I don't want the hidden beer once. Well, there is no drinking here, but it's not the source of our happiness. You're, you're threatening, Rabbi said, it's a happy place, successful. I don't want one person to come to the yeshiva and say, yeah, okay, you're happy, you use diversions. You're, being, you're ruining what the yeshiva looks like. People walk in here, they come out, I've never seen a happier place in my life. They see one bottle of beer, they say, okay, the stomach's all from drinking. It's a lie, it's not. It's from fighting and growing and being successful, that's what it's from. Your beer promotes a lie. I ask you, please, when you're home in your city, I ask you, Rabbi Said, don't drink. Party, don't drink. Party, make a get-together, have a barbecue, play football, do anything, don't drink. I don't care much about the reputation of the yeshiva, or better yet, I choose not to focus on the reputation of the yeshiva. Go home and tank tops, wear shorts, put on a small yarmulke. I don't care. Let anybody say what they want, don't drink. You drink at home, I don't care. You drink at home, Rabbi Said, they're going to think the source of the happiness. Rabbi Said, they're going to think the source of the happiness. They're not going to know where it's from. You're ruining what we're trying to give out. I want the world to learn that happiness comes from growing. Happiness comes from understanding. Happiness comes from working through. I want to teach that to the world. You crack a can of beer, you're, making, you're causing our message not to be heard. Do other things hurt the reputation? Yeah, foolishness. Don't open a beer, Rabbi said. Don't drink. You're giving out the wrong message. The message we want to give out loud and clear. People have asked me, Rabbi said, a lot recently. I'm getting a lot of calls. Speak here, give a share here. I went to my Rebbe, I went to my father, and I discussed the matter with him. Maybe go speak. People ask to speak here, speak there. I don't want to speak. I don't have so much to say. I want to show one thing, Rabbi Say, that when a group of Bachram decide they want to grow in healthy ways, no flip-outs, no nothing, none of this nonsense, in healthy, comfortable, normal ways, slowly, step-by-step, step, to get better, to be a better person, to be a nicer son, a better brother, a kinder neighbor, in healthy, slow ways, people try to grow. We have Nisyonis, try to win. We have cast, try not to get angry. We have a Ratzin to speak, Lashon Hara, try not to say it. A Bacher Yeshiva, beautiful Bacher, was telling me last night, unbelievable, he was worried people speak Lashon Hara. It's prevalent, and he wants not to speak Lashon Hara. That's happiness. A normal, cool guy is worried. Lashon Hara is too prevalent, we have to work on it. That's beauty, that's happiness. Let's show the world what creates happiness. So Rabbi Sai asked that a tremendous chizik is made in the yeshiva to please eliminate the, a hidden beer, and it's not, what the yeshiva, it's not what we're looking for, it's not what it's about. I ask, please, even at home, I ask, please don't engage in drinking. That's not, what we're, that's not what we're seeking, that's not what we need. We don't need the great escape from life. Life itself is good. We don't need to escape it. We don't need to shut it down. We don't need to turn it off. Life itself is good. Chayim is a pleasure. Chayim is good. Chayim is growth. Chayim is being right name in the gadol. We don't need escapes. 
So Rabbi Yisai, those are the three messages to sum up. In the week before Shavuos, let us make a great Kesher to Torah. Let us be Mechazik our Kesher, that should last forever. A Kesher to Torah which does so much for us. Rabbi Yisai, the banning is done. We can't believe There is no banning in Yeshiva. You don't take a penny from a friend without giving him something. Something that's equal value in return. And the third thing Rabbi says, there's no drinking, not in yeshiva, not at home. Have an excellent day. Could you um, send that to me for